Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Self-Love Letters. I don't know why I said hey like that, but you might be missing our usual fun, upbeat introduction music. And you know what? There's a time and place for it. I love it dearly. That's why it's still the song, but I think it's good to switch things up a little bit. I wanted to do more of a unplugged from the soul episode. And, um, you know what, that's just what I'm doing today. That feels good. I wanted to switch things up in today's episode because while I really love the interviews that we've been doing, I just want to inject a little more personality into this bad boy, you know what I'm saying? And what better way to do that than to start with an oracle card pull? I know that's super different. If you're not into the woo spirituality stuff, Hang on tight or skip through a minute or so because I'm into it and I do this all the time for people in our self-love letters Facebook group. Actually, it's been a while since I've done one of these, so I figured I'd open it up to everybody else who listens to the podcast. And today I picked a card from the Queen of the Moon Oracle by Stacey DeMarco, which is not an oracle deck I use very often. I have about four uh, oracle and tarot decks, but... This one jumped out at me today. I don't use it all the time, and I think that's because it had a very specific message for all of you. I shuffled the deck and was thinking about what my listeners of this episode needed to hear, whether it's right now on November 27th, 2019, when I'm recording this, or like four years from now, if you're going through the archive. What's up? Hello. Welcome to the older episodes of this podcast. Anyway, I didn't even get the chance to pull a card, actually, because while I was shuffling, there was one single card that was facing the other way, and that one really jumped out at me, and I knew I had to share it with you guys, especially because of what's going on right now. Um, This is the new moon card, which is fitting because yesterday was a new moon in Sagittarius, and we're still going with that energy. We're feeling it, and it's all about beginnings. The new moon is generally a time for new beginnings anyway. This card is really all about new beginnings in our lives as well. I wanted to describe the picture a little bit because I think it's really poignant. Um, it's, it's mostly black and white and it's a meadow with some trees in the background and right in the middle of the field is a stone archway. It's got some like ornate carvings at the top. It's really beautiful. It doesn't make sense that it's in the middle of a field. Everything is black and white except what you can see on the other side. Oh, oh my god, you know what I just realized? It's not in black and white. This card isn't in black and white. It's winter in the back. There's snow. There's snow covering the ground. There's snow covering the trees. And through the archway, you can see it as it is in like summer or springtime. There are flowers. There are wildflowers on the grass. The trees look beautiful. The sun is shining. And in the background of this card, it's dark. There's a moon. There is snow. It's cold. It's introspective. And I'm really getting in a flow here. I'm going to explain. <laughs> what I'm really getting from this card is that this is a new opportunity for you to step into something new and something beautiful and something warm. You have been in a period of cold and introspection and... um 
something that doesn't suit you anymore, that doesn't fit you anymore. And you can clearly see a new beginning for you, the chance to step into something new, step into something beautiful. And not only is this especially poignant because it is definitely new moon energy that we're still in from yesterday's full moon in Sagittarius, uh, new moon, excuse me, in Sagittarius, but it fits perfectly into what I wanted to talk about in this episode, which I just, I think is perfect anyway. Maybe some of you are experiencing this too right now, but over the past month or so, I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety and body-related anxiety, and I did a whole episode a couple of months ago on what's in my anxiety toolkit, which is one of the top episodes that you guys loved, and I've heard the most feedback on it, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you're new to the podcast, I would definitely scroll back into the archive and maybe listen to that one next, maybe listen to it later, who knows, but I have been dealing with a ton of anxiety manifesting in my body. And something I said in the last episode I did on anxiety is that you are anxious mostly when you're when there's something out of alignment in your life. And I know 100% for sure that the reason I've been experiencing so much anxiety lately is because I've become more and more disconnected with my body. Honestly, we have a tendency to do that in society as well because we are expected to be so much in our brains, in our minds. We get so much data and stimuli and information from our environment so much more than we used to when we like first became humans, right? We've got smartphones, we've got TVs, we've got computers that we need to be at all day if we're in an office job. We've got different noises happening at us all the time. I live in a city and I hear road noise all the time. So I'm taking that in, I'm processing it, I'm staying in my brain with it. And I'm sure many of you out there feel me on this. Um, We are not meant to have all of this stay in the brain. We are not meant to have all of this information come into the brain and stay there and basically have no place to go, which is why it is so important to have a regular movement routine. If you work at a nine to five in an office, don't sit down all day. One, you'll feel terrible. And two, our bodies are not meant to stay still. Our bodies are just not meant to stay still. And I'm not saying you need to start running right away or going to the gym and powerlifting because all of those things can be super, super overwhelming. For sure. They're overwhelming for me. I would love to do deadlifts in the gym, but I need to figure out how I can do that. Maybe hire a personal trainer. I don't know. I don't actually know about that. So the anxiety that I have been dealing with is definitely messages from my body reminding me that, hey, it's here. I'm trying to take you out of your brain and literally get you to focus on this spot in your leg or this spot on your back or this spot in your arm. Most of the time, I end up interpreting it as, oh my god, I have like something physically wrong with me right now and I might die in the next 10 minutes. And that actually makes my anxiety worse. So I don't know why my body does this, but it's it's literally my body yelling at me, hey, pay attention to me, stretch my muscles, take me for a walk, get me some sunlight, do some yoga, bitch. Like, (laughs) just 
remember that I'm here and stop being in your head all of the time. All the time. I'm in my head all the time. Which is okay. Like, that's where we process everything. That's where we live. But don't forget that the body is an amazing tool to help you process too. Whether you are going for long walks or short walks, whether you are doing yoga, whether you are dancing, whether you are playing soccer in like an intramural league, whatever you're doing, don't forget that your body is a useful tool and your body is not meant to stay still. We have a sedentary society, folks, and like, that is not good. You know, that's not great. And I'm coming from a place where I have never truly exercised regularly before in my life. I've never been an athlete. I've never really done any of that. I don't know much about it. I was a theater kid. (laughs) And I am just learning what I can. And I'm not putting a lot of pressure on myself. I am just taking this time to find where I can incorporate loving movement into my body. That is fun. That's actually fun because going to a gym that's got a ton of fluorescent lights and people dropping weights all over the place doesn't feel good to me. I want to get outside. I want to go hiking. I want to go climbing. I want to go for long walks and watch the sunset, you know. I want to do yoga. I want to be strong but flexible, you know. But I didn't get to that point of realization until like a week and a half ago. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get to that point because I was so in my brain. And when that message came through that I should allow myself to be in my body more, allow myself to feel things and express things by stretching, by running, by dancing. That feels so good. And I've been incorporating more of that into my life. This could also be because I have realized that I'm rapidly aging (laughs) and my lower back is not what it used to be. You know, maybe you all feel me on this. So... I am going to incorporate a little more loving movement into my body and hopefully that helps me come back into it and hopefully that reminds me that hopefully that reminds me I don't know what word I just said hopefully that reminds me that I am here I don't exist just in my brain I have a whole body too my soul didn't choose being a human just to like sit in one spot in my brain if I wanted that I would have been a tree or a rock or anything like that. But instead, my soul chose to have a body and I need to give it the full human experience while I'm here. Am I right, friends? (laughs) Am I right? So that is just what's been on my mind lately. I also I do want to add that this can be an especially difficult conversation for people who have gone through trauma in the body. And I'm not going to go into my personal story with that right now. I, I don't have the emotional energy to go through it right now. And I would rather devote a whole episode to it if I was ready to talk about it at all. But it can be especially difficult if you have had memories of trauma stored in your body. And if you're right there, I see you, I honor you, I'm holding space for you, I'm right there with you. 
and we can bring awareness back into our body lovingly, gently, knowing that your body is here and it loves you and it's serving you and it's here to protect you. And yeah, I don't really know where this episode idea came from today, but it's here, y'all. It's out there. I hope that you kind of enjoyed this unplugged episode because I really liked it. And I feel like this is more me at this point. So if you also enjoyed it, let me know because like I would, you know, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do more of these. We will still have the incredible interviews that I've recorded over the summer and we'll be sharing with you over the next couple of months. And I'm just, oh God, I'm so excited. But I wanted to inject some more of my personality into it, you know? keep this about me because it's called self-love letters, which are letters to myself. Maybe not yours. Okay, that's enough. I'm going to start wrapping things up now. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at msameka. You can join us on Facebook at um, our self-love letters group. I'll put a link in the description of this episode. And oh my God, here's if you're listening to the end. Hello. I'm doing a self-love letters giveaway for the holiday season, a very merry self-love letters giveaway. Do you remember when I did hats over the summer? Your, your classic dad baseball cap. Well, my friends, it's cold out now and I don't want to wear a baseball cap. I want to wear a beanie when I don't wash my hair. So I made one. I made a self-love letters beanie and I ordered extra. And if you want a self-love letters beanie, all you need to do is write a review on iTunes and take a picture and send it to me on Instagram at msameka or email it to me at hello at msameka.com and I will be picking a handful of you to win hats. These are not available for sale. You can only get it through this giveaway. And that's all. That's all we're doing today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and we'll talk soon. Bye guys.